Hello again, everyone, and welcome, if this is your first time tuning in. We are your hosts, Ryan and Bridget, and we love chatting about our favorite topics in each episode. If you haven't tuned into our previous episodes, please listen to them to get a feel for what our series is all about. We air episodes every other Thursday on our favorite day, Thursday, Thursday. So grab a cold or warm beverage, your choice, or if you're me, lukewarm tap water. Gross. <laughs> You're ready for ready for Bridget to come in, everybody. I wasn't done yet, but she just decided to just insert her commentary into my intro here. So uh today we are drinking lukewarm tap water. I am. Hope you are just as refreshing as that. So let's get started. <laughs> Why are you drinking lukewarm water? Like I don't that, like that cold sounds... water because it hurts my stomach. Huh, interesting. Okay, well, I'm drinking coffee, which would hot because he's drinking coffee with a side of judgment, everyone. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Look, that's something I bring. I bring that every single time. I mean, I, something about lukewarm water just ah, it, it does sound gross when I say it like that. So yeah, let me just let me just rewind and take that back. I'm just <laughs> drinking tap water, everyone. Ah, not exciting. cold, not lukewarm, just um, tap water. On thirsty Thursday, she stays very hydrated. I hope you're True. drinking something a little bit more exciting. Uh, and depending how this call goes, my coffee might be spiked by the end of it. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. It's possible. It's not yeah. spiked yet. So I would like everyone to know. I am still currently sober at work. Um, <laughs> thank, so, <laughs> thank goodness. You're, you're welcome. Um, so I'm Bridget Harper. Uh, thank you, Ryan, for another fantastic intro. Um, today's topic, we're going to center around building a survey, whether it's a clearly rated survey or an in-house survey or whatever platform you may choose. The only thing I'm not going to give you advice on is if you're doing paper surveys, except stop doing paper surveys. That's that's the advice. Like, yeah, that's step where, step number one. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. No. <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> you can do better than that. So let's get right into this very fun uh, topic that Ryan and I have lots of different advice and uh, insights and feelings and opinions. And you should agree with all of them. Um, also, for more ideas on surveying, we've got a ton of this information on clearlyrated.com. So head there if ever we're talking maybe too fast or too slow, either either one. You can go read all about surveying and best practices on clearlyrated.com. Huh? Did you like that tone, the tone change that I did with my voice, Ryan? I did. I, I did like that. Yeah, I, you're great. <laughs> You're a great podcaster. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ryan. You know, you. everyone who doesn't know, Bridget used to work in radio. So mm. she really does have a knack for this. Well, so. now you've just raised the bar. I was keeping it nice and low. So you just mm. assumed I was an amateur. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, Ryan. Okay. So as we, as we dig into surveying. Ryan, I want to just pepper you with some questions and see what are your thoughts, your best practice. See if I get the answers right. See if you get also a quiz, 
It's going to be mm. wonderful. Don't worry. We have our one-on-one after this and we'll just discuss it. Performance review time. It's fine. We'll um, go through piece by piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? We'll dissect it. So I'm not mad. You- I'm just disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> survey says um so when you're looking at launching a survey why 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 do we even consider launching a survey yeah great question uh so i mean the first thing that i mean the reason why we we want to launch a survey is because we want to get feedback from the group of people that we want to survey that can be clients that can be candidates if you're you know, working with a staffing firm, and that can be your internal employees. All are important. We need feedback. If, otherwise, if we're not asking how we are doing, how this person's, how they're feeling about us as a company, how they're feeling about their experience with us, we have absolutely no insight and we have no way to either ensure that we're doing all of the right things for them, or if they do have an issue and it's not being talked about or discussed, we have no way to make that right. So the reason to survey is to find out how your clients, your candidates, your employees are feeling about working with you. Oh, yeah, spot on. I mean, if you're having some type of interaction with your brand, with your business, you can make a lot of assumptions. Yeah, I assume we we are growing revenue. Things are great. Of course, I'm not going to lose any clients. Or yeah, you know, we haven't yeah had an employee retention problem. We're fine. Everything is fine. Or oh gosh, you know what? It's the great resignation. We're losing people just like everybody else. You can find a lot of excuses. You can you can come up with your own narrative on why you don't need to. Um, but you don't know the actual answer unless you ask the question. So exactly. And that assumption piece, you just assume that those, that either these things are happening or, or not happening. That's not going to set you up for any type of success in the future. And I think then you would eventually be blindsided by, if you're just assuming that things are happening, you're going to, you're going to end up being blindsided later on. And then it's just going to be 10 times more frustrating if you weren't, if you would have been aware of that to begin with <clears throat> by sending out a survey. Yeah, you're by right. asking for feedback. You 100% start to protect yourself from risk. You uncover issues. And on the flip side, you get to celebrate successes. You yes. might be doing things really well and you might find out within a survey, maybe there's some uncovered opportunities there that you didn't realize that you had. Um, mm-hmm. You have some places to celebrate, maybe some revenue growth potential too. Um, and you've got data to support it. You also then start to gather a whole group of clients or employees or, you know, yeah, as you mentioned, if you're a staffing firm, those candidates that you're placing, you've got now a great referral pool too. So If you know these clients are really happy, um, I bet you they'll refer more business to you. Absolutely. And now you've got testimonials too, right? Now you're able to share those out to say, this is, this is what we're doing. This is how we're able to help you. This is, you know, what we're doing internally. Like we're here to not only celebrate our wins, but we're also here to learn from the feedback that we receive. So come, you know, come be a part of what we're doing. I think that's another great, great part of surveying and feedback. Yeah, it data doesn't lie. You can make a lot of assumptions uh, about how well you're doing. And you can also 
start to find some great process changes, maybe your billing system's really not not as smooth as you thought it was. Or you, you can uncover some opportunities to make your business more efficient, your communication mm-hmm. stronger, differentiate yourself from competitors because you're actually asking the questions that you want answers to. Um, yeah, you, you learn a lot. So yeah, spot on, Agreed. Ryan. Okay, so great. <laughs> you convinced me. I'm going to survey. I love this. Um, Perfect. Now that I've said that, what what are the first steps to consider now that I've given you the thumbs up? I'm handing over some cash because, come on, it's not for free, yep. this expertise. So what are my first steps now that I'm going to survey, Ryan? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, first of all, you need to determine who your audience is. So now you've decided that you want to survey. So who is your survey audience? What, yeah, who are those clients? Who are those candidates? Are we sending, are we doing this annually? Are we doing this? You know, you need to figure out who you're sending the survey to and then determining your timeline, how frequently you want this to happen. Um, determining, I mean, there's how, how deep do you want me to go, Bridge? Because I got a lot of stuff in the, <laughs> I, got, I, got, I I could just, I can fire <laughs> off some things here. <laughs> no, I think let's, let's uh, like take one step back there when you said your audience, because I like this. I think there are, there are so many different steps to consider that once you start to make these decisions, all of it starts to fall into place. Cause you're right. So when you're looking at audience, what do you recommend for, for clients? If you're, if you're going to survey your clients, I mean, that's the most common one across all of our all of the B2B companies that we work with is you're serving mm-hmm. your clients. Who, who there within that audience, within clients, who, who am I surveying yeah. everybody? Am I? Well, I would recommend that you're surveying anybody, any client that's been billed for services. So anybody who's actually directly currently working with you right now, but, but doing that within a specific time period. So within the last three to six consecutive months, you could technically go back for a full year, but sometimes your data can get a little bit skewed if you're going back as far as 12 months. If somebody hasn't had a recent interaction with you, it's going to be harder for them to give you accurate feedback. So we generally recommend, especially if you're surveying clients, anybody who's been billed for services within a three to six month consecutive period is probably going to give you the most accurate feedback and going to give you a more accurate representation of your net promoter score in an accurate response rate. Oh, perfect. So we know, do we do a survey to all key clients? Are there other other contacts within that business that we're surveying or just yeah. the key contacts? I mean, I'd say that you're definitely serving your key contacts. It's the people that you have the direct relationship with. So depending on who you, there's also who you want this survey to come from. And we, we want the survey to come from the person that they, that your client is directly working with at your organization. So we want your key contacts. Sometimes we do want to include billing contacts in there, but that's mainly if your billing contact is going to be your actual key contact as well. Otherwise we're not, unless again, this, it kind of depends on your business. If you're working with the C-level person, if your client is a C-level person, but they're your main contact, survey them. If the person is the marketing manager, survey them. If that if it is if that's the person that you are in direct communication with, 
person is the key decision maker here, you want their feedback specifically, the people who you're emailing, calling, having business reviews with, really taking, you've taken the time to get to know, um, you're not going to be sending a survey to somebody, you know, in the accounting department, maybe they're not the billing contact, but maybe they only pay the, all, their job is to literally send the check. They're not going to be the best person to, to give you feedback. They don't have that direct interaction with you. The direct interaction comes from the person who is your day-to-day key contact. Smart. Yeah. And any of those kind of uh, decision makers, somebody that yes. can immediately stop doing business with you. <laughs> yep, Exactly. <laughs> You want to know how they are feeling. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, great. You started to touch on this one um, of frequency. How how often are you sending these surveys to those folks that you have billed in the last three to six months? How often are we? Yeah, we, them? we at a minimum recommend that you are serving your clients <clears throat> on an annual basis. So at least once a year, you need to be sending a survey out. And honestly, the best thing to do for a client survey is to send a survey two times a year. Because as I mentioned, if you're looking to go back six months, right, three three to six consecutive months, then you're serving clients every six months. This is going to give you a really accurate picture of how you are performing for your clients in any given year. Now, that's not to say that you should only survey your clients twice a year, but at a, at a minimum, it should be once. Really, the key sweet spot is twice a year. But if you have if like engagement type projects with your clients and that's happening on a monthly basis, let's say, or a quarterly basis, and that's how your business operates and it's set up, by all means, sending a survey to your clients on a quarterly basis is going to be beneficial for you. Yeah, smart. I think there's you're not going to find a frequency that's going to be wrong. I right. think there's, there's no one size fits yeah. all for exactly for everyone either. Yeah, because we have we have a variety of clients that will survey every every week, every day, every month. Um mm-hmm. and that really depends on your data. If you've got if you've got new clients that you are onboarding um every single week, once you're closing a project, uh, sending a survey at some level of engagement. You've had, you trigger you trigger a survey based on an activity, a deliverable, an interaction. You, so they can actually base your feedback on something that you have done. Um, and yes. sometimes that survey can change too, depending on that on that activity. If it's somebody that just is a new client that you onboarded, you would want to find out how did that experience go? Or we just yep. delivered this certain project to you, your audit or this or whatever. Uh, how did that go? Yep. You're going to get a lot more um, actionable feedback when it's closer to that activity. So, but out of the gate, if you are trying to get uh, this started, start with once a year, pull, pull some mm-hmm. clients. Yeah, just getting a baseline, exactly, seeing kind of where you are at the base level, and then exactly like you're saying, Bridget, then working up towards, again, if you've never done this before, working up towards that engagement type survey to find out what, you know, how you're doing at each step of the process for your clients. So you've got your audience, you've got some frequency. What, um, what other are these, like, first steps, if we've got if we've got, we've got our audience, we know we're going to go once we've pulled it. What else do I need to do? Ryan, is there anything else I'm missing? 
I mean, there's all, all kinds of things that we, <laughs> we can do, but we, okay, we know our audience. We've, we've pulled that list. We're getting ready to survey. Now, essentially what needs to happen is we need to identify an internal champion who's going to run this survey program. Somebody internally who's going to take this on and who is going to manage this project essentially from start to finish. That person should be, if they need, I mean, everybody needs help. So I would probably designate your, you know, your internal champion, but to have them have one or two people who are helping with the survey. So you're going to be wanting to, you know, set up a triage plan. We know that we want to send this out. We know we want to send the survey. How are we going to follow up when we get feedback? That's super important. That's something that this, that internal champion needs to know. Um, You know, what time do we expect to get, you know, a resolution back? What are we telling our clients? How are we communicating that? those things are really important from from the jump. I think once that internal champion is identified, the next thing to do is to communicate this internally to your team. So if you're sending out a survey on behalf of your clients, your team needs to know, your company needs to know that that we are doing this and that this is the feedback that we're getting. So that needs to happen. Usually I I say the, the earlier, the better. So between two and three weeks prior to actually launching the survey, send kind of the who, what, why to your team. So talking through that transparency, why you're investing in this survey initiative, you know, here's the layout, here are the goals and the expectations, you know, for us, for the survey, for the team. If you're working with somebody like us with, with Clearly Rated, talking about the third party, what our role will play in that survey, what their role will play in the survey. Um, though, you know, that's super important. And then obviously communicating this externally to your clients. So you've identified them. You're going to send them a survey. You've got your timeline. You've now, you've, you've gone through this process. Giving a client a heads up before the survey goes out is super important. So this not only helps with response rate, but it also, you're explaining the why to the client as well. It's really important that we receive your feedback because we are looking for ways to improve, but we're also looking for additional ways to support you. We're sending the survey out on this date. We would love your feedback by this time. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. That's the best way for you to get a higher response rate is to be super upfront and transparent with your clients. And then that'll not only, you know, help with them giving their honest feedback as well, because that's, that's what we want. We also want them to give their candidate honest feedback. So I feel like I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole there. (laughs) (laughs) No, you did it. It's a lot of um, setting expectations, not just internally, but externally sharing that why, why that's important. I feel like you saying that I just wanted to highlight, it is important to understand why are you doing this for internal and external? Why? And once you have that, set your expectations. Another thing that I always like to do uh, is delegate. Uh, you can't do all of this on your own. So <laughs> delegate. I delegate so many things to Ryan. She loves it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's my, it's, I start my day. What am I going to have Ryan do for me today? Um, I love it. But it's a, it's a team, team effort. You've got to delegate this out. So, hey, you're going to be doing some follow-ups and hey, you're going to do this. And hey, we're going to do this with this information. And then we're going to share it, share, share everything. Um, The thing that I usually like to dissuade people from doing is incentivizing, hey, if you get all tens, you're not a car company. Okay. We all know what it's like when you go buy a car or get your oil changed. 
you get an email that says, hey, if you had a great experience, give us a 10. Um, if you didn't, then call me. No, that's no, no, you're, you're not getting really valid feedback. No, and then you no, you're not. That out. I don't. I just go, okay, Jiffy Lube. No, I don't go to Jiffy Lube. I don't, I've never done that. I don't even know why I just said them, but that's fun. <laughs> right? Uh, who's changing their oil anyway we work from home i drive nowhere uh so that's a good time you should still be changing your oil i'm concerned now we're gonna have to have a conversation after this call so (laughs) still make my husband do it again i delegate uh it works out really well full circle full circle um well ryan i think these are fantastic uh tips and tricks on launching a survey on why you should do it on how you can get the most out of it. Um, Again, going to clearlyrated.com, you've got all sorts of resources and sample survey questions, what we recommend. It's really keeping that survey short. The shorter, the better. Keep it under 10 questions. We've got um, a bunch of research that says the, if it's under a 12 question survey, you'll, you'll get your, you'll garner the highest response rate because it takes less than five minutes. If you're mm-hmm. doing a large study with 300 plus questions, expect a very, very low response rate. So make it short, make it easy, make it accessible in a variety of platforms. So you can answer on your phone but you take everywhere with you at all times. Uh, If it's mobile friendly, just go to where your clients are. So make sure it's shown up in an an email, make sure it's optimized. So nothing fancy, very quick, make it actionable. Um, So you don't need a team of analysts to tell you what to do next in three months after they've digested all of the data. (laughs) And then you can't do anything about it. I mean, it's great. Um, If you do want to go above and beyond and do that, great. But initial research study, (laughs) and then you write papers off of it. Uh That's what uh you do. Very different. There you go. Right. Well, thank you, Ryan. That was wonderful. Yeah. Happy, happy to help. Um, Do we have, do we have anything else that we want to chat about or we, or is, are we just like, yeah, people do this. <laughs> I, mean, I think we'll have in upcoming episodes, more information, like uh, how to you, uh, how do you really get those internal champions uh, on board uh, and what to do there? So I, I, I mean, I feel very, you feel good about with today. Where we're at. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. And then, yeah, we're knowing, we'll also talk about kind of like what to do. Okay. Your survey's live. Here's what we did. You know, you implemented it. Now, what do we do after our survey's live? So, you know what? Stay tuned everyone for that. Uh, Okay. Well, thank you again for listening today. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our channels or follow up on social media for more information. Uh, Also, if you have any ideas on future topics or feedback on our survey, email us at surveysays at clearlyrated.com. And I think I just said feedback on our survey, but I meant feedback on our podcast. So you're welcome. Uh, But before we leave, we also give a shout out to somebody on our team. And today's shout out goes to Emily. Emily is one of our customer success managers. Um, She is a fantastic human. She does a wonderful job at walking our customers through their survey process from start to finish. She's very good at onboarding. She's had a ton of fantastic customer feedback from our own internal survey that we run here at Clearly Rated for our clients. 
Uh, and she's definitely an instrumental member of our team. So thank you, Emily, for all you do to help get our clients set up for success when launching their survey. Uh, and that's a wrap. <laughs> Emily also has a bunch of random animals in her house. So not only she sure does, does she have, have lots of expertise in, in surveying. Uh, she also just has really random facts about almost anything. It's literally, that's true. That's a, a good thing to She's a out. good trivia partner to have. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a Absolutely. Fact. Great well, CSM, great trivia partner. Yeah, Two things yeah. to know about Emily. Yeah, me, I'm great at one of those. Um, and it's <laughs> not, <laughs> not trivia. Uh, okay, well, survey says, thank you for your continued support of our series and tune in to our next episode of getting your employees involved in your survey. Yep, those internal champions. We love them. We're going to tell you a lot more about it. Okay, Ryan, so buckle up. All right, cheers All right. and happy <laughs> Thursday. Bye. Cheers. Bye.